Hello and happy Friday. Here we are again, and this time with someone who is so truly close to my heart, Amy McGrew. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hello, everybody. Amy is a brand new founder. So proud of her because I think we all had front row seats to this amazing success story on the maker page. Amy, you did it. I did. I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so exciting. I'm so proud of you. It's just amazing. And I'm so happy that I get to do this interview with you. It's so cool. So let me just give everybody a little bit of Amy bio for all of them to hear. Let me just make sure I've got all the info here. I mean, I think I could probably do it without even <laughs> anything because I know everything about Amy. Amy and I go way back. Amy joined Close to My Heart in 1998, July 13th of 1998. She's the leader of the Heart Throbs, and she lives in North Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, it sounds so dreamy to live there. Do you love it? I do. I do. But right now, I wish I was in Utah because I like fall. I like winter. I'm a four seasons girl. So we need to like swap sometimes, Amy. Thank you come you. here. I go there. That kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I don't know if it, people know this about you, Amy. This is actually pretty amazing. You've earned 10 incentive trips. 10. I have. I have. Wow. That is so cool. Amy is married to her best friend and sweetheart and uber talented wood, wood maker. I have one of his very own creations. Stan loves Stan. He is such a great guy. You guys are an amazing power couple. Just love, love you both so much and your beautiful family. They have been married for 27 years. And she says, I love, I love her story. Actually, see, this is going to be the longest founder writing. <laughs> I know this story. It's so good, but I'm going to give you this much of it. They met on a blind date. Can you believe it? And she didn't want to go on it, but they wound up getting married. Yeah. It's so great. They have three amazingly uberly talented children as well. Tucker, who's 24. I can't believe it. Tucker's 24. Molly, who's 22, and Peyton, who just turned 20. I know they are the loves of your life. Everyone, anybody who follows you on social can see how much you just adore and support your children. I love this too. Fun fact for our Kiwis out there. She taught school in New Zealand before she was married. Where in New Zealand did you live again? Christchurch. That's right. I knew that. Christchurch. Oh, it's so cool to be there. There's actually um, a consultant, a maker who lives on Waimari Road, and that's the road she reached out to me, and that's the road I lived on. Oh my gosh, what a small world. That's amazing. I know, I that's know. Really it is cool. a small world. That's so cool. Well, I love this fun fact about Amy too. It's um, She tells us that she's woken up in the same house on Christmas morning her entire life. How is that? How is that possible? My parents moved into the house uh, on February 10th, and I was born on the 27th. And, um, you know, after I got married, I told Stan in order to get married, we were going to Connecticut every year for Christmas. And every year we go home. I'm the youngest of five. And luckily, my four other siblings, I, I, I kind of got lucky that I'm the one who gets to go home and it's kind of good because we live the farthest away. So my kids only see my parents once a year. So we get quality time with my parents. And then, um, so it's like the McGrew Christmas with Grammy and Grampy. And then after Christmas, everybody else comes. So 
I get the best of both worlds. Oh, you're so lucky. Well, good. Look at that. You really did design your own life, didn't you, Amy? I, I guess I did. I, I got lucky. <laughs> That's so great. Well, her passions outside of Close to My Heart are outdoor sports and are out, being outdoors. I know you're an exercise like fiend. You're amazing. I saw you in Business Builders on the treadmill. You're yeah. really on the treadmill because we were on Zoom while she's watching Business Builders. I'm like, that is hardcore. That is awesome. <laughs> And, um, of course, just Amy's been a big part of close to my heart. I've watched her grow and flourish in, in her capacities of, as a young mother. And then as her kids were so busy in school and now here as an empty nester. Wow. Amy, what an achievement, what an accomplishment. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Look at all your beautiful artwork behind you. Are we in your craft space? Yes, we are in this. It's a very small corner because my craft space is very messy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're in the staged part. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you've just got your founder Friday or not founder Friday, your founder flowers. I did. And they're gorgeous. I oh, love them. Well, love congrats. Them. well, you worked your heart out. So tell us what, like, I mean, just kind of first tell us how you got started and I mean, you've been with us for a long time, 1998. And how did that all kind of come about to where you are today? Well, I was teaching school and um, I had a bunch of stamps that said, good work, check your spelling, you know, all kinds of teacher stamps. And I had them displayed in wooden milk crates that were on their side. And then I put the stamps in the little boxes. And I started at a new school and all these teachers were coming in to meet me and they saw my display of stamps and they said, have you ever been to the store stamp your art out? And I was, I said, no. And so they told me where it was and it was maybe three or four months later, I went to that store and um, I signed up for a class and the rest is history. But Actually, before that, my oldest brother, I went home on break for Christmas. I was in college and I loved sunflowers. And my oldest brother and I went Christmas shopping and we went to this real artsy place. And I love sunflowers. And there was a big, like a six by eight wooden sunflower stamp. I couldn't afford it. And uh, he ended up buying it for me and gave it to me for Christmas. So when I went back to Ohio, I was looking all over for an ink pad that was that big because I thought I needed an ink pad. <laughs> so I stumbled upon a store and they're like, oh, no, you don't need an ink pad. And so they showed me some things, showed me how to heat emboss, and I signed up for a class. Then there was a snowstorm and the class got canceled. And then the store ended up closing. So then that kind of put the kibosh on that. So then when I started this new school, they told me about this stamp your art out. And I went there, I was in a class and a woman passed a book to someone else. And it was the, the dots catalog with sunflower Sue, sun, you know, was it sunflower? Yeah. And I, I was like, what is that? Because it was a sunflower. So she gave me a catalog and then I found a consultant close to me and I ordered a bunch of things, but I wasn't getting them. She like held the order. And um, so then I did some research and found uh, Kathy Markloff. 
And so I was ordering through her and I did, um, we were engaged and I did our rehearsal dinner invitations and would have a party every August and every January. And so then uh, it was a party in January and I was pregnant and Stan and I went to church and I came home and everything was all set up for the party. And I came home to a message from the consultant saying, from her husband saying the consultant was rushed to the hospital to having kidney stones. So he said, I can bring all her stuff over and you can do the party. And I had a bunch of people coming from Cincinnati, which was about 45 minutes away. They had already left for the party, so I couldn't cancel it. So he brought all the stuff over and I did the party. That was when I Love Remembering came out and I sold like six subscriptions and it was a huge party. And I said to Stan, I can do this. Why am I going through Patty when I can do this? And he's like, well, if you treat it like a business, you can do it. And that's how it all happened. Wow. How did I not know this story? Yeah. yeah. So thank goodness Patty was passing kidney stones because I don't know if I'd be here today. <laughs> oh, gosh. God bless Patty. <laughs> that is some story. You've got some good ones. That, how you and Stan got together. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. you, you started off in Ohio. You've moved. How long have you been in North or South Carolina? You've been in South Carolina since 2006. So when I signed up, I signed up strictly for the discount. I did not want anybody touching my stamps. I didn't want to go to parties. I didn't want people coming to my house. It was strictly for the discount. And, um, but I did do, I remember it was right after Tucker was born. Um, he was born in the end of March and then I signed up in July and I did do a thing in my house in the garage and it was fun. And I got someone to sign up like that day and I cried because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get fired. I'm not gonna meet my minimum. And I didn't want her to sign up. And anyway, fast forward, then we ended up moving about two hours away outside of Columbus, Ohio. We were in Dayton, Ohio. And in order to stay active, I kept going back to Dayton to do parties with the people I had met there. And at that time, Molly was a newborn. We moved right after she was born. So we had Tucker who was two and Molly was a newborn. And twice a month, Stan would drive with me two hours back to date and he'd play with the kids while I did the parties. And sometimes I did two parties in one day. Amazing. And then um, I'm like, okay, I got to make it in Lancaster. I was miserable there. I'm like, I need to make friends. And so I went to the next door neighbor and I said, I do this thing with stamps. Will you invite some people over and I'll show you some things? And she said, sure. And where we lived was in the middle of nowhere. There wasn't even a Michaels. So people like flocked to it. So they were buying all this. I was like the craft store. <laughs> and, um, and then I, but I knew I wanted to go to convention. That was the other reason why I signed up because I wanted to go to convention. So the next year I went to convention and that was the year all the directors went up on the stage and they got the white bathrobes. And I'm like, I want to be up on stage. And um, so I, I made it a goal to become director. And then I became a director and yeah. So 
That's my story. Wow. There's so many good little things all about all of this. This is amazing. So, so then, I, when we moved, when we moved to here, um, I really struggled at first to get people. Um, I made handmade invitations and I went door to door in my neighborhood and introduced myself and said, um, I'd like to invite you to my house. That was the year at convention. Um, Stacy, Julian did the what's in my purse. And so I said to every, I, you know, knocked on the doors and I said, the only thing, just bring your purse with you. And so when they all came, Stan took a picture of them with their purse. And then we had our little party and he developed the pictures like in the other room. And then I brought him into the stamp room and I had their page kit all pre-cut and we made the page. I did not get one customer from them. <laughs> <laughs> and Stan was like, we just spent all this money and blah, blah, blah. Well, then I go to convention and then my kids were on the swim team. I, I looked over and I saw a mom looking at a scrapbooking magazine and I had the new catalog with me and I was like, okay, I need to go over and talk to her. And I said, you're, you're going to feel so good about yourself. If you go over there, if you miss out on this opportunity, you're going to be really mad at yourself. So I went over to her and I said, do you scrapbook? And she's like, yeah, I used to, and I'm starting to get back into it. And so I, have you ever heard of Close to My Heart? No. And so, well, here's a catalog. You let me know if you have any questions. So I kept looking over at her. She's glued to the catalog, not watching her kids swim. <laughs> and then she said, Amy, this is awesome. And so I came home and I'm like, I have to plan a party and it has to be next week because then we were going on vacation. I'm like, I have to get people at my house like now. So I quick planned this thing. I had all the swim team moms come. And then after that, scrapbook club took off and everything took off after that. Wow. But putting um, yourself out there, that's yeah, and, and, you know, it was, it was a good, ex now that I went through it, it was a good experience because I could relate to my team who were introverts and hard to get out there because I don't consider myself an introvert, but it was hard to go door to door. And, you know, so I was, uh, I think I was a better team leader after that because I could sympathize with them more. Um, but yeah, that's how, yeah, I mean, having a party and no one buy anything after all the effort and everything like, yeah, how do you not sympathize? And, yeah. and that goes to show that's reality, right? That is a possibility. And how do you pick yourself back up from that makes all the difference because now Amy McGrew, 10 time incentive trip earner, <laughs> brand new founder, you know, like, it's just look at what you've accomplished because you're willing to fail. And right. I think that's the hard part that we don't talk a lot about is there is failure in this business, but that doesn't make you a failure. And you're yeah. such a prime example of that. Well, and I mean, even, you know, 24 years later, I'm still looking for customers, you know, you're still out there doing it and you're, you know, what do they say for every five no's there's one yes, you know, so you got to kind of celebrate the nose and, you know, so, I mean, it never goes away. You're always looking and striving 
you know, to reach out and connect with other people. So absolutely, um, totally agree with you. That is a, such good insight and reality of, of what it is to be a maker throughout many, many, many years. And yet I feel like you're still like really learning and growing. I see your social media presence, your, your experiences. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I, I don't consider myself an expert at social media, but um, what I'm told, the feedback I get is that I'm very real. Like I make mistakes. I laugh at myself when I make mistakes. I show how you can create something from your mistakes. And I think people like that because they don't think you're perfect. You know, people see me make mistakes and they don't feel like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to make mistakes. I can't be a maker. You know, they're like, oh, she makes mistakes. So it's okay if I make mistakes. So I don't um, rehearse. I just get on there cold turkey and do it. And um, I just show up and I'm consistent. And, uh, you know, I try, I try not to be salesy. I try to show product or projects and um, sometimes I think I am too salesy, but there's just so much good stuff that keeps coming, you know? So <laughs> I think, you know, with social media, the most important thing is to just be consistent and be inviting and be happy and peppy and funny and, um, show projects that are not over the top that people could recreate and don't need the whole catalog to create. Um, and I, one thing I learned at business builders is it's okay to show the same thing, you know, three or four times, but each time you show it add a layer, you know, Chris Robertson taught that great class. And I was like, duh, yeah, you know, so I'm starting to do that. Um, but I, I don't consider myself a salesperson. I think our product sells itself and just sharing it. Um, and I, like I say to my team, you know, you're, you're being selfish if you don't share it, because if you share it, they're going to want it. And that's so true. It's so true. And when I first started out, like a question I get asked from new makers is, well, what should I buy? And of course, when I signed up in the olden age, there was, you know, nothing like what we have now, but I always bought what I wanted. And then I showed that, you know, now I just want it all. So I'm like, you can't go wrong with whatever you buy. <laughs> they're they're going to want it. And I think also sharing ideas like, well, you could do this with this. So like with the from me to you kit, I talked about that the other day. And I said, you could put these tags together and put them in a cute little brown paper bag with a sticker and give them the beginning of December to your child's teacher. And that makes a great gift. So I try to you know, add a little idea to it so that they're like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a doable gift. And, you know, so that is such a great idea. I'm totally doing that. Yeah, like to your hairdresser or your manicurist or the bank. Yeah, who wouldn't want handmade tags? Right. And then you, I said the other day, I said, you could even throw in a roll of that brown craft paper wrapping paper. And so you've got your wrapping paper and your tags, and then you've got these awesome stamp sets that you get to keep, you know? So um, I, you know, offering, you know, going that step farther and offering an idea or an added value of why it's good to invest in that pro product has really helped. 
Wow, that is so good, Amy. What great sharing. Thank you. I have so many questions and not enough time, but let me ask you this question. So currently, are you meeting with your customers online, in person? Like, how did you get, I mean, I know you were trying to achieve the incentive trip and that's what got you to that 7,000 point, but like, what are you doing to get this kind of momentum? Most right now, since COVID, most of mine is online. Um, it's all Facebook classes. Um, prior to COVID, it was not like that. Um, what has been really good with the Facebook classes is people from all over come. So it's not just my local people. Um, I don't have a big customer base here in Charleston, um, but all over the place, I, I have a lot and I grew during COVID, which was awesome. I mean, I don't want to say I'm grateful for COVID, but there were a few things that really some blessings. Yeah. Some blessings. Um, so I'm still pretty much doing everything online. Um, I have three customers here, loyal customers, they're older, and they come for class. Um, and one of them in particular, uh, even in COVID would come and wear her mask. And it was kind of like her therapy. She's uh, in her seventies and has full custody of her grandchildren who are a, really a handful. And she just needed a few, she lives right in the neighborhood and would just, just come over for two hours and put together projects. And um, I felt like that was kind of like my, my service for her to get her out of the house. And, um, but other than that, pretty much everybody, it's all online right now. Wow, that is so amazing that you were able to do that and thrive while doing that. Well, you know, with the whole trip, um, I used to earn all the trips. And then as the kids got older, um, Tucker was getting involved in drum corps. I, we, I said, well, I'll pay for drum corps. Close to my heart, we'll pay for drum corps. So I kind of shifted my business and, you know, was trying to get as much product with CTMH cash at, so I could pocket the money. So I wasn't earning the trips, which that was in the plan. Um, and then Peyton started going to dance. And so I would do the dance and um, I, I wasn't really keeping track of, of trip points. Uh, the year before I was maybe um, 3000 points away. And I was like, I, I, I can't do this. But the beginning of September, when I looked, I was like, you know, I might be able to do this. And I liked that it was anywhere in the world that we could go wherever, whenever, um, because with the kids being so busy, I like to travel to go see them do their things. And I never know what the schedule is. And, you know, and so I I said to Sam, I might be able to do this. And so I did something I have never done in my 24 plus years, I put it out there on the maker page. And I'm like, I'm 5,000 points away. Um, does anybody have any suggestions? And I didn't know after I published that, I'm like, oh no, now everybody knows. And what if I don't make it? I'm going to be embarrassed. And, um, you know, of course, everybody is flooding me with ideas and everything. And that gave me momentum. And then it was, I was feeling really good, like on a Sunday night. And then on Monday, you know, people were saying they were going to uh, sign up for the album retreat and this and that. And then no one was doing anything. And I'm like, I'm, 
I'm not going to do it. And then makers started calling me and, you know, I was like, I'm not going to do it. And then I get a call and then they hype me up. And then the next day I got another call and then I got a text and then I got an email and then I, and they were building me up, but then it became a thing like, I have to do this for them because they're like, you can do this. You can do this. We know you can do this. And I'm like, how do you know I can do this? I don't even know I can, <laughs> but it was, it kind of turned like I'm doing this for them because I didn't want to let my fellow makers down. And um, the, oh my God, the outpouring of, support I mean my phone was going off the hook and just the you can do this you can do this and um so then I started like I'm 3,000 points away I'm 2,000 points away and I'm going at it and then we're getting a hurricane and I'm like oh my gosh and so then uh, the night before the hurricane, uh, one of my customers here had her twin sister in town from California because my customer was retiring and her twin sister and her are VIP. So I knew Kay through VIP, but have never met her in person. So Faye's like, can we come over and do a class? And I'm like, yes. So I quick sat down and planned a class. And Kay and her twin sister and the twin sister's daughter came, they did the class between the three of them. I had almost a thousand dollars in orders and, um, and they knew they saw the Facebook stuff and they're like, well, what else can we do? What else can we do? And, um, so that was Thursday night. And then Friday, the hurricane is hitting. And, um, I was like, what? 1200 points away and oh Amy. anyway it was it was a lot after it and then I I was just going for the trip and then the orders kept coming in and then I was over 7,000 and then I ended up like passing I like had almost 400 extra points <laughs> and um it, it was a whirlwind um and luckily I got it all in before we lost power and um <laughs> but, but Monica it was really I mean this is an amazing couple and the amount of love out yes oh, I mean I I I mean I cried I cried on the video but um it just I really felt the love I felt uh I, I can't even describe the feeling. It was, it was overwhelming. And even Stan was like, wow, this is amazing. And I'm you like, know what? you deserved every bit of it because you have been, yeah. sorry, my dog. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Now everybody knows I'm really home. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, just you deserve it because you've you've laid such a foundation that you are so beloved by so many, and that you know everybody wanted just to see you achieve this goal, and you did it. You did it, and it was wonderful and beautiful to watch. Wow, it, it was. It was pretty. I would say that that last week was um, the most. Um, monumental moment of my 24 years Aww. as the maker it was it, it and even Stan said he and I remember he thought you know back when um before I was a consultant well like you know I was a consultant and um there was a scrapbook store that opened up in town and we went to it and he's like this is just a fad it's not gonna last I'm like oh yeah 
And then when I took him to Alaska, I'm like, some fat, huh? You know? <laughs> so, um, okay. But- yeah, we've yeah. got it. We've got to wrap it up, but oh okay. my gosh, Amy, I literally could talk to you for hours. Okay. <laughs> I actually have two questions for you. So the first question before the last question is out of all the incentive trips you've gone on, which one was your favorite? Oh, wow. Um, well, I guess the first one was, um, really meaningful because I had never been on a trip and it was the Alaskan cruise. Um, and it was just gorgeous. I never really had a desire to go to Alaska. Um, but that was amazing. And then, uh, the Mediterranean and New Zealand, because when I went to New Zealand, I went back to the school. I, we actually stayed with my good friend that I met down there who we still keep in touch. Um, so, and that was exactly 18 years. I went back 18 years after teaching there. And so that was pretty special. And to be able to bring Stan was pretty special. That is so cool. Yeah, those are some memorable trips. Yeah. Okay, my very last question on this, this Founder Friday <laughs> is, um, what is one piece of advice you would give someone who's been a hobbyist and now wants to just see if they can kind of ramp things up or just getting started? I would say, um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. I mean, we live in a digital world, but I think the the personal um, connection is really meaningful. Go door to door and introduce yourself. Like if, even if you're a maker and you're moving, when you get to your new neighborhood, just go door to door and just share what you do um, with everybody and anybody. Um, and don't be afraid to make mistakes. That is such great advice. Well, thank you so much, Amy McGrew. What a great conversation and really so fun to celebrate you today. I'm so happy that you have your flowers and um, it's been fun to interview you. Thank you so much for your time and for your incredible insight and energy. We once again, congratulate you on becoming a founder and achieving the incentive trip. And thank you and have a great weekend. Thanks everyone. Bye.